0: Artists, especially those working with lenses, are inextricable from the world. There's this kind of image oblivion that that happens when marginalized people are not really photographed.
1: I'm infatuated with the idea of the encounter.
0: What's kind of wonderful about dodging and burning tools, of course, is that they're meant to be invisible. Enthusiasm, love, a desire to record. You have to have the courage to find the world beautiful.
1: Welcome to the Lightwork Podcast. I'm Shane Lavalette, Director of Lightwork. As an artist-run, nonprofit organization, Lightwork has been supporting emerging and under-recognized artists working in photography since 1973. We host an international residency program, a public access lab facility, and showcase artists' work through exhibitions and publications, including Contact Sheet, one of the longest-running photography journals in the world. Consider supporting the mission of the organization by becoming a subscriber to Contact Sheet today online at lightwork.org. Over the years, Lightwork's multiple galleries have featured over 500 exhibitions. Each year, four exhibitions are installed in our main gallery, the Kathleen O. Ellis Gallery, accompanied by a printed issue of Contact Sheet. In recent years, along with each exhibition, we've asked our exhibiting artists to take a few minutes to discuss their work and some of the ideas that drive their creative practice. You can see the work of these artists in the pages of Contact Sheet or on our website at lightwork.org. Here's Jason Lazarus discussing the work in the exhibition, Too Hard to Keep, Syracuse. We hope you enjoy listening.
0: project started in 2010 with the idea that these pictures are the type of photos that, for whatever reason, are too painful to keep. Sometimes literally pictures of things that are hard to look at. There might be a stack of images where it's not anything specific in the image that is so obviously difficult, but maybe those images uh, were made on a trip with someone or they're from a a period of your life that it feels more productive to purge that stuff rather than um, look at it or sort of hide it from yourself. The images when submitted to the project get woven into a larger community of images that become not about our individual stories, as discreetly they become part of a a sort of woven conversation about what it is to be alive, what it is to go through hard experiences, and the way that photography is constantly vibrating around in that sort of uh, comedy and tragedy of our lives. This archive is filled with pictures, um, that hold a charge, and whose production originally was not made for the sake of fine art, but was made out of enthusiasm, love, a desire to record, a desire to put a story together, and so for me, um, to be a sort of net where these images come is fascinating. And it is my hope that, um, there's a sort of empowerment, too, that comes out of the act of submitting not only is a graceful way, hopefully, for the submitter to get rid of the image, but that its function then doubles as a way to talk about bigger notions of connectivity and technology and imaging and memory, um, so that, you know, the image actually, goes on to serve another purpose that's more, you know, altruistic. (laughs) I think I recognized pretty quickly in the project that negative space could be very effective and also starting to understand the difference between images that are lower on the wall and higher on the wall and how images that are lower on the wall become about people and other images that are higher on the wall become sort of about types. Their details start to become too small to read closely. In addition, as the project grew and photo objects started to come in, such as full albums, um, rolls of film that hadn't been developed yet, and and so things like that um, now rest on this, like, system of very, like, humble, um, little wooden shelves that are painted white. And so those are a slight architecture that are meant to just sort of prioritize the the object and not the, the sort of display. This exhibition strategy is not the sort of museumological approach. This is uh, not the sort of museum of collected memories. This is an archive where these photos matter to me and that the hand behind this project is... it's not sterile like a museum display, that there are no kind of well-printed didactics guiding you through. Like the photographs, I myself am this sort of uh, vessel of uh, you know great like better times and worse times. So I think that things that are sort of deeply felt for me at the time must come out, and uh, it reminds the viewer that there's a there's a steward, there's a a caretaker, um, there's someone who's uh, literally kind of trying to figure it out in front of them, and so I feel that when they can feel my presence a little bit too, that that's good because, um, you you know, the the people have submitted to the project, that's a sort of trust, a relationship that started, even if we never talk. So the exhibitions really rely on a sort of non-sterile, musical, negative space. They're like small gestures to kind of evoking in, the viewers' own understanding of their own lives or all the other pictures they've ever seen and how those are um, all subject to potentially this kind of uh, tension. I had already been working on other projects where the backs of the photographs started to become the subject matter, so in this project, Too Hard to Keep, it became valuable thinking how I could serve certain needs where people wanted to get rid of the photos but they didn't want those people or places to be seen or recognized and ironically um you know it's the submitter who's sort of protecting their identity and then i could use those photos as parts of the installation and you know to me those are a sort of phenomenal part they build tension they're placeholders they even more so demand a sort of contemplation by the viewer. They also get back to the kind of basic elements of what a a photo as as a printed object is. Uh, It might have gone through a number of updates or imprintings in terms of uh, who originally printed it. I find sometimes people will um, scratch or refine text later if they uh, have that image in their private archives for a long period of time. Other photos might have, you know, blue ink or black ink or maybe they were written in marker. And so, just by virtue of that difference, um, those become heavier formal moments. And so, I use those to direct and, and like maybe build or relieve tension in an installation. And then, you know, I leave and the installation stays up and I, you know, receive those photos later. You know, there's a lot of time where I'm distanced from the photos or when they're home with me that they're um, put away. You know, I was just thinking about the way I document my life, which is very minimally. And I think because I'm a visual artist, I think um, my, my day job, if you will, is my way of recording my life. Um, I, I really get to express things constantly that I don't document my life very well at all, frankly. I think uh, working with the archive, I feel like less pressure or, or kind of compulsion to record my own life deeply. Which, you know, I may or may not regret. But then again, you know, photos are just one kind of way of recording time.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Lightwork podcast. Lightwork's community lab facility in Syracuse, New York, provides a space for artists to come together, share ideas, learn about photography, and make new work. If you're an artist, Lightwork Lab can also make exhibition quality prints, scans, or retouch your work for you. Connect with the lab online at lightwork.org lab. If you'd like to support this podcast, consider Lightwork's fine print program. Featuring exclusive signed prints starting at just $300, buying from our online shop is an excellent way to further your personal art collection while supporting Lightwork's mission of offering opportunities to emerging and underrecognized artists working in photography. Browse our selection of limited edition prints, signed books, and contact sheet at lightwork.org/shop. If you can't support us financially, consider telling two friends about this podcast.